Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Anyway, it is Freedom Friday, Ms. Kapow. Freedom Friday, You know what I'm Ms. saying? Kapow. And the date is, I don't know. The 3rd of February, 2017. It's, is it the only time of the year it's going to be the 3rd of February this yep. year? Yep, yep, yep. So this is like historic. It is. Wow. Once in a lifetime, dude. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Uh-huh. Okay, today we're going to talk about stuff. It's the whore of humanity, people. The whore. The whore. The Not wh- the whore. No. The whore. <laughs> That's just yes, two different shows. Two different shows. She's talking about Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now. The whore. The whore. <laughs> Not the whore, which was, I think... Betty White? <laughs> was it Betty White who said that? <laughs> no, uh, I don't think so. It was one of those uh, ladies. I don't know, Jerry, but it, it wasn't. Was. I don't think it was her. Okay. Well, anyway, it's the whore, horror of humanity. All right. That's like trying to say terror. Terror. The terror. Terror. American terror. Terror. All right. The whore of humanity. You know why? Because it's just horrible. And we're getting like, man, we're becoming like these monsters. Not everybody. But there's a lot, a lot of crazy people, a lot of crazy humans out there. Ah, They're demon controlled. Yeah. They're nuts. We live in an occultic society. I mean, people are worshiping the devil, whether they realize it or not. And it's just having its repercussions. It's amazing. It is amazing. I can't get my nose out of the news because it's just so fascinating from these seats. It really is. It is amazing. I mean, the things that you read, you think that you've seen it all, and then something else pops up. It's like, really? Really? Listen to this. Come on. Yeah. You know, I mean, (laughs) this should not be. So we're going to start off, and we're going to talk our first story. Oh, this is crazy. We're going to talk about... uh, the story, this was sent to us by our good friends, uh, a good friend, Anthony Cummings. Mm. Yeah, he sent this, and I thought, this is interesting stuff. It's, um, well, you can't call pregnant mothers pregnant mothers anymore in the UK. Because it's offensive to those that aren't mothers. Exactly. Uh, transgender people. Transgender. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely cra- crazy. It's going to blow your mind. And then we're going to talk about this Texas mayor from Texas, mind you. See, he, now that's odd, right? Yeah. He was a dude, and now he's come out as a chick. In Texas. Trans, in Texas, a little town in Texas. I don't know how long he's going to last. Apparently, it's a little town that's very conservative. Uh. We'll see what happens. And then this crazy child predator sex ring. Mm. They were dressing up 
uh, like animals, but it in, in doing nasty things to kids. But it reminded me so much of Kalugia. Kalugia. Kalugula. Kalug. Thank you very much. Say I can that. only say it once, though. I know I can't even. <laughs> say, I can't say it once, let alone three times. But we, we do the historic, historical, the 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 stuff he did yeah, was like nasty. that, dressed up like animals and it would attack people and a, yeah, just crazy, demon possessed uh, emperor. And then we got we have to talk about this Quebec mosque shooting yes. a little bit because the story, the narrative has changed. And talk I'm going to talk about uh, fake news. Yeah, really. And I'm I'm going to point out. The original story that I originally saw when it first happened and then how the narrative has changed. And I'm not saying that, well, the story can't change as more facts come to light. It just seems very, very odd that a few key elements have disappeared from it. And then how at the at the same time, can, you know, the Canadian authorities are bagging on and um, really attacking conservative talk radio, blaming them mm-hmm. for creating the atmosphere of uh, hate, racial hate against the mosque. It's just, it's amazing when you really look at this agenda that's going on. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, we got to do a can't fix stupid. And um, man, it's both these people are stupid. But anyway, it has something to do with serial killers and dating serial killers. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. you don't want to do or you don't want your children to do. So... Yeah, you know, take a little take a little advice from your uncle Paul. If she's a serial killer, mm. probably not a good choice. Yeah, probably not a good thing. Now I know you have a scripture, you have truth. So as we talk about all this fake news, I know you have truth that's not fake. Okay, I have three scriptures. Well, from three books. Okay, the from three one. books. Yes. Three. Okay. okay. Uh, the first one is in Jeremiah seventeen. 9 through 10, and it says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart, and I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Then we go down to Genesis um, 6, 5 through 6. It says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the last scripture is found in Matthew uh, 15, 19-20, where it says, For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, and blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. You know, that one in Genesis always makes me so sad. Yes, I know. Just the way it's written, and it's just, we think God repented. Yeah, that he was he sorry even, that he made men. Oh, man, that's just, wow. That's just really... It grieved him. Yeah, that just always gets me. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a short commercial break. They're gonna re, we're going to be right back. Okay. I promise. I don't know what all this fuss is about, about these pestilence. I think the scientists are doing a great job. Clueless, in the dark, uh, I think the government's doing a good job. Have no idea what is really going on? I have an app for that. Kapow Radio Show app for iPhone and iPad. Kapow Radio Show app for Android. Get the app. Get a clue. Hey, Vinny, I love politicians. I think they've got my best interest in mind. Get the app. Get a clue. FifthHookMedia.com
All right, we're back. Everybody got the app. Everybody got a clue. Everybody know what's going on? Okay, cool. Because you're not going to know what's going on unless you have the app and you can get a clue and you listen to the show. You're not going to know what's really happening because this show is, yeah, it's alternative news with a conservative perspective, but it's a spiritual perspective. We try to look at the spiritual behind it. Yeah. You know, because, well, Ms. Kapow and I were talking this very day about different things that people do Mm-hmm. to um, heal themselves either physically or emotionally and the, how they get involved in a lot of new age practices and things. And, um, you know, they go from, you know, one extreme to another extreme in their diet and things like that and their behaviors. And what we were talking about is how these are just, they're like like nutritional solutions to a spiritual, a spiritual problem. problem. You know, or a financial solution to a spiritual problem, or an alcohol solution to a spiritual problem, or a drug addiction solution to a spiritual problem. These solutions aren't solutions at all. At the root cause is a spiritual issue, mm-hmm. and, um, and that's what we're seeing here. So when we talk about this stuff, there's there's always spiritual issues behind this. Yeah, it's Definitely. like putting a bandaid on a gunshot wound. Exactly, you can't do that. You can't. Yeah. Do that. You have a can't do that. sucking chest wound, and you just can't put a bandaid on it. Can't do that. Okay, this first story from Anthony Cummings. Thank you, sir, for sending this to us. Yes, thank you. Don't call pregnant patients mothers. Okay? Doctors are banned, banned from using the word over fears it will upset those who are transgender. Mm -hmm. I lie not. This is from the DailyMail.com, so it has to be true. There are official guidelines... Issued by the British Medical Association. And it says mothers to be should be referred to as pregnant people. (laughs) The aim (laughs) the aim is to avoid offending and alienating transgender parents. The advice came in a 14-page booklet titled A Guide to Effective Communication. Inclusive language in the workplace. 14 pages? 14 pages to teach you how to lie to people who are lying to themselves. You understand? There is a spiritual problem behind here. This is is all lies. Yes. People who think they're another gender, they want to identify. That's a lie. That's right. They can dress up however they want. But they're lying to themselves. Mm-hmm. And now they want you to believe their lie. And if you don't believe the lie, well, then you're going to be banned. Mm-hmm. Because they want to stay in that darkness. It says your NHS doctors have been told not to call pregnant women expectant mothers because it might offend transgender people. The astonishing warning comes in official guidelines issued by the British Medical Association in its 160,000 members, which says mothers-to-be should be referred to as pregnant people. The controversial advice to doctors in hospitals and general practice comes just weeks after it emerged that a Briton who was born a girl but is changing to a man put his operation on hold to have a baby. Four months pregnant, Hayden Cross, who is 20 years old, is legally male and has had hormone treatment but not sex change surgery. There are no other known cases of transitioning person becoming pregnant in the UK, but official figures show 775,000 women give birth in Britain every year. 
Despite this, the BMA insists doctors should drop the word mother when referring to pregnancy to avoid offending transgender people and to celebrate diversity. The contentious call is made in a 14-page booklet called A Guide to Effective Communication, Inclusive Language in the Workplace. It just is so ridiculous. There's 775,000 women giving birth in Britain every year. Mm-hmm. Mothers, women, pregnant mothers, right? There's only one weird chick, one, yep. one weird chick who calls her name Hayden, addresses like a dude, and has taken hormone therapy, therapy to look like a little boy. Mm-hmm. But what a hypocrite because she still has her female parts. And is pregnant. And is pregnant like a woman would be Mm -hmm. pregnant. To me, that is just the epitome of hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. You're a liar. You're a fake. You are such a phony, hypocrite, lying fake, Hayden Cross, or whatever your real name is. Mm -hmm. You are disturbed in the head. There's only one. And because of this one person... These libtards have to write a 14-page document mm-hmm. saying you know, you, it might offend this one weirdo. Right. It's a chick who got she, she had check, She had sex like a woman. She got impregnated like a woman. But because she's legally male and has had hormone, hormone treatment... Yeah, that's it's absolutely ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, it goes on. It says that a large majority of people that have been pregnant or have given birth identify as women. However, there are some intersex men and trans men who may get pregnant. A man can't get pregnant. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's a female. This stuff is just—it's annoying. Because it's a lie. Mm-hmm. There's a spiritual problem here. And the solution they're trying to offer is let's change the semantics. Mm-hmm. They say we can include intersex men and trans men who may get pregnant by saying pregnant people instead of expectant mothers. Well, some weirdo is going to come along and go, I don't like to be identified as a people. Mm-hmm. You, you know that's going to happen. Because right. it's mass confusion. Mass confusion. Chaos. Um, yeah. In fact, uh, let's see. There's some people that are for it, and other people say it's ridiculous. Uh, one person criticized the advice as anti-science, anti-woman, and anti-mother. She said, she's a female, mm-hmm. who apparently identifies as a female, because she is a female. She says, as every doctor knows, only females can have children. Amen. To say otherwise is offensive and dangerous. Amen. This will offend women. Up and down the country, and is an example of the majority of women being insulted for a tiny minority of people. Amen. Exactly. It's completely ridiculous. Ridiculous. The um, conservative MP, Philip Davies, described the guidance as completely ridiculous. He said, if you can't call a pregnant woman an expectant mother, then what is the world coming Precisely. Here's a nice, they have, um, let's see. 
Oh, look at this. It says the guide also tells doctors that they should not call, use the terms born man or born woman in relation to trans people, as these phrases are reductive and oversimplify a complex subject. Wow. They have a nice little chart here, Mm. and it explains to you, it says, confused, six gender types backed by over 50 groups. Apparently in the UK, there's now 53 charities and pressure groups dedicated to promoting the rights of transgender people. Many receiving public funds. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is is just total chaos from the pits of hell. Got that right. Right? So, here we go. Confused, six gender types backed by over 50 groups. It's a nice little chart they have here. Explains a lot. There are now six main categories of gender in terms used by a growing number of organizations in the U.K., Supporting transgender or trans people. I guarantee you they're not going to like that word trans people anymore. Oh, no. You know they're going to change that. Mm -mm. I'm not a people. I don't identify as a people. I identify as a binary. At least 53 bodies use the following terms. Okay. Number one is transgender male. That's someone assigned a female at birth. Assigned a female at birth? You mean they were born a woman or a female? But they identify as a male. So you call them transgender males. Right? I guess. That's that's what this little cross freak is. Mm -hmm. That's what she is. She's pregnant. She had sex like a woman. But, oh, don't call me a woman. Number two, transgender female is someone assigned male at birth who identifies as female. That's me. (laughs) That's me. I'm a dude. I was born a dude. But sometimes I feel pretty. I feel so pretty. <laughs> I'm putting on my uh, lipstick right now as I'm singing to you guys. And it's like all over my upper lip. <laughs> like Betty White. <laughs> I look like Betty White. I know she, she called that lady a fool. <laughs> you're probably right. I, 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 think I forget you're what right. show it was, but yeah. she called somebody a fool. Yeah. The, 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 when she played with those other old wibbities. Yeah. Something like that. Then there's intersex. Intersex. That's a person whose gender at birth could not be classed as clearly male or female, often having a combination of genitalia. I think that's very rare. Very rare. To be born a, uh, what do you call it? Hermaphrodite? Her- mm-hmm. Hermophrodite? A hermo? Uh, I think that's very, very rare to have a genetic thing. Mm-hmm. But they put that in intersex. Intersex. Okay. And then there's number four. This is one of my favorite. There's gender queer. Hello, I'm gender queer. Gender non-binary. Wow. I'm non-binary, damn it. Uh, it's an umbrella term that covers any gender identity that doesn't conform to being male or female. Oh. You understand what the problem is? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a gender, but I'm not male or female. No. I'm non-binary. It's a Miley Cyrus. Yeah. What are you? I'm that, either or. Yeah. That's the whole thing. I'm just, I just, yeah, I just am. I just is. Now, here's one that gets me. Number five, it's called cisgender, C-I-S-G-E-N-D-E-R, cisgender. Now, that's someone whose gender is the same sex as the sex they were born. (laughs) (laughs) So, to me, to me, that is, that's my dogs barking at the neighbor's dogs. At the cisgender. (laughs) Yeah, the neighbor's dogs just won't shut up today for some reason. Um, They're very upset about something. But a cisgender is 
a normal person who was born. Okay, but but I can call myself a cisgender, and I'm going to use that title whenever I go to the DMV mm-hmm. or someone asks me my gender. Or, you know, I'm going to say I'm a cisgender. There you Don't have call it. me a male because I'm a cisgender. And then number six is a transvestite. Okay. That's a person who dresses in the clothing of the opposite gender, but does not want to live their lives as the opposite gender, (laughs) which is totally BS because a transvestite is number one, a transgender male and number two, a transgender female. These are both males and females dressing like the other gender in plain pretend they're transvestites. Mm -hmm. He, she's or she, he's. That's the facts. That's the truth. All right. So anyway, in Britain, the BMA's booklet with inclusive language does not only cover transgender rights. It also argues against male centric language. Do you know that? Mm-mm. So it advises members to use the phrase family name instead of surname, which may originate from sire name, the name derived from one's father. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Is that crazy? Talk about a pretzel. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, kind of that's nutty. It's, I gotta tell you, that is the horror of humanity. Mm-hmm. The horror. Oh, the horror. Amazing. That's right. <laughs> Let's talk about this freak. There's a Texas mayor, and he becomes he becomes the first elected official to come out as transgender, as or as you just learned, a transvestite in the state. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, there's a picture of this guy. And the picture on the left, it's on our Facebook page, by the way. FifthHookMedia.com, Facebook page, if you want to see this picture. This is from Heat, HeatStreet.com? Heat Street. Mm-hmm. I never heard of it. Uh, there's a picture on the left. He's a, uh, he's a, he's a, it looks like a dude. He has a beard. He's a young, looks like a young man, probably in his late 30s, 40s. Has a beard, kind of hippie-like hair. You would never guess. Then the picture on the right, there he is. And he has uh, long blonde hair and makeup and earrings. And he's given a very pouty looking face (laughs) at the camera. It's very pouty. (laughs) And uh, it's the same guy, but he's dressed like a chick. And it's really, 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 really creepy. Very creepy. Yes. Okay. So this guy is, by the way, he's not elected. This guy was mayor pro team. Hmm. When the other mayor died. Mm-hmm. So he, he kind of just slipped in, but he wasn't elected by the people. Once he got in here, now, eight months later, he comes out and says, hey, I'm a very strange guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm your mayor. I'm a very strange guy. So eight months after taking office, the mayor of a small town, Texas, has become the first transgender, or as we learned, transvestite elected official. He's not elected to come out publicly in the state's history. He wasn't elected to be mayor, by the way. He says this, as your mayor, I must tell you about something that has been with me since my earliest memories. <laughs> I am transgender. Wow. Yep. Said Jess Herbst. Herbst. He's the mayor of New Hope in Collin County. I bet you they're just thrilled. <laughs> he gave the message in an open letter posted on the town's website. Herbst, who has been documenting his transition on his personal blog, JessErps.com <laughs> also talked about how his decision affected his family. He says, quote, it is gender identity, 
not sexual preference that applies to me. I love my wife, mm-hmm. and she loves me. We have no intention of change. My daughters have been adamant supporters of me and are proud to tell people their father is a transgender. Oh. <laughs> I live my life as a female now. I will be performing my duties to the town as such. <laughs> That's what he wrote. Wow. His wife is cool with it. His daughters are like, you know what, Dad? I am so proud of you. for You're so brave. Wow. Because <laughs> you're a transvestite. Wow. Uh, he also welcomed the great strides made in the transgender community in recent years, pointing to the growing number of high-profile trans figures in sports and media. With celebrities like Brucey Boy Jenner, Laverne Cox, and um, well, that's all only two he can or he can. She <laughs> uh, Okay, now contrary to most. People in the LGBTQ ABC one two three community, Herb said that he was not particularly sensitive to which pronouns people use when addressing him. Mm. Right, so you don't have to call me him or her or binary it or anything. Just call me Miss Miss Herbs. Mm-hmm. Just call me baby girl. And uh, he encouraged constituents to email him if they had any questions. Oh, I can imagine they do. Yeah, I can. I can imagine do. Do you think this might uh, affect his city politics? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. I think it might. I think it might. But it's not sexual. He just identifies as a, as a woman. <sighs> his announcement comes as transgender rights have become the focus of an intense battle between state and federal lawmakers over the so-called bathroom bills. Well, there you have it. Including the, the uh, Texas bill, Senate Bill 6. Uh, anyway, he's, um, he's criticizing that bill. He doesn't like it. Here's what he, he wrote. He wrote to the Lieutenant Governor, Dan Patrick, on Facebook... And he uh, he opposed the pushing of SB6 as one of his priorities for 2017. Here's what he said. He said, now this is the mayor writing to the lieutenant governor. He says, Mr. Patrick, let me get this straight. Are you saying that right now without your bill being passed, anyone can assault someone in the bathroom without breaking the law? <laughs> that some kind of weird screwed up loophole, if so. Wow. He also writes very well. <laughs> He's also highly intelligent. You know, who would have figured that he would have had such high intelligence coupled with (laughs) wanting to dress like a chick? Wow. Mm. Well. Um, Okay, now here it is. While this is normally an elected position, Erbst, who was already serving as mayor pro Tim, was appointed by the town council last summer to replace Johnny Ham after he died. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And Johnny Ham died in a sexual rendezvous in a hot tub with three transgender. I made that up. Where'd you read that? I made that up. But you know what? It makes for good fake news. Um, And so anyway, he's believed to be the first transgender official to have held public office in Texas. Now, this is how small New Hope is. They only have 640 registered voters. Oh, wow. And it's one of Texas's most conservative counties. Yeah, so... I don't think he's going to get elected. Mm-mm. He might get um, he might get recalled. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I doubt if they're gonna. I doubt if they're gonna embrace his no. his pantyhose wearing mm-hmm. mayor <laughs> mayor Gavilan behavior. Okay, this is something sick. This is not funny. This is not funny, Miss Capel. All right, uh, what's his name? The Roman Emperor Caluglia. Caluglia. See, I can't say it again. I can only say it once. Caluglia. <laughs> Caluglia. It sounds like a cheese. Caluglia. Kalugala. <laughs> Say cheese and I can do it. Yeah. Gosh. That <laughs> that dude was so weird, man. That yeah, dude would like, like dress like an animal. He'd put mm-hmm. like animal skins on and he'd be in the garden. And, and then attack. he'd attack. Yeah, he'd attack and he'd have like children in the garden and he'd attack them and sexually uh, assault them and stuff like that. That dude was like a demon possessed Roman emperor. Yeah. I mean, that guy was. Oh, he was evil. Yeah. Well, it, it seemed like. Once the Roman emperors kept interbreeding with themselves throughout the centuries, uh, they got, uh, they really got insane. You know, they got more and more nuts. But it reminds me of this because this is what these guys were doing. This is from Bucks County, and I'm not sure what Bucks County is, but it's B-U-C-K-S. Bucks County authorities make arrest in a fetish-themed child predator sex ring. This is what's weird about it. They said that uh, this has been going on for almost 10 years. Mm. Oh, it's in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. He said for the last seven years, this is Attorney General of Pennsylvania said this. For the last seven years, at least four men sexually abused a young boy at sex parties where Mm. the men would dress up like different animals. Wow. That is so Caluglia. Sick. The child victim was repeatedly abused by a group of criminals who cared only about their gratification. They cared nothing about this young boy. This is a horrendous case. Mm. Is that amazing or what? So it's instead of dressing like women and identifying as women, these men were dressing like animals and behaving like animals. And um, I don't know if they identified as those animals. I don't know. What do you call them? Non-binary animal sex predators? (laughs) Freaks. You see where all this goes, though? You see where it goes? One dude was 57 years old. Disgusting. So he should have known better. He was from Quakertown. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Charged with multiple counts of rape, child rape, involuntary deviant sexual intercourse, unlawful contact with a minor. They're all felonies. Wow. Uh, I just, you know disturbing. it's demonic because I just cannot fathom that. Yeah. I just can't. I can't either. They, I, I just can't. They think that this goes much deeper and that it's a whole sex ring that involves more victims and more predators. Yeah. It, that's, but look at it's It's the horror of humanity. It's, mm. it's, it's horrifying. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, a lot, most of the, most of the stuff we read, you know, it's fun for these seats and I get, uh, you know, I get to laugh. But the, yeah, folks. but when, but when you like mess this, with children and stuff, it's. Yeah. What, what are you going to do? Okay, let's talk about the um, that Quebec mosque oh. thing. Here, here's here's why I want to talk about it. I had posted on January 30th, just a couple of days ago, on January 30th, at 9.41 a.m. is when I posted this on Facebook because I just read this article. And this came right after Donald Trump or like his friends call him GJT, <laughs> or just digit, digit. 
Uh, when DJ T came out with his um, ban, mm-hmm. his travel ban, his restriction on um, immigration coming in here and vetting people out, and uh, so everybody was getting all upset. Right when they were getting all upset, this thing goes down in Canada. Mm-hmm. Now, I cannot read you the original article because the original article has changed. When I click the link that I posted, that article is no longer there. Interesting, huh? It's another article. But here's what I do have retained on my Facebook page. <clears throat> I have a picture of two police officers standing in snow in Quebec. And here's all I have on the headline. And it's from cbc.ca. Excuse me. And it says, two men, two men arrested in deadly Quebec mosque shooting ID. And then it goes on and it says, this is the headlines. This is all that Facebook shows. And it's still on our page. It's still on our page. It says, the two men arrested following the deadly shooting at a Quebec City mosque Sunday night have been identified as Alexander or Alexandri Bissonette and Mohammed Qadir. Mm-hmm. Radio Canada has learned. Okay? So there was the Alexandri Bissonette, the guy they have now, their little patsy poster boy, um, that they put up there and they go, look at this little white French Canadian kid, mm-hmm. you know, learning how to shoot an AK-47. That's not, that's, there's so much gun district restriction in that country. Mm-hmm. And he gets a hold of an AK-47 and knows how to shoot it and you know, does all this stuff. That guy, but yet there was another guy, Mohammed Khadir. Mohammed clearly is a, is, is a Muslim name. Now, I read the article and I cannot... I don't have the article anymore because it changed. I don't Mm -hmm. print these things out. They're just on Facebook. But this is what I wrote on the Facebook page after reading the article because this is what the article said. The article said they yelled, Allahu Akbar. That was heard. Yep. And right away, the prime minister of Canada came out and said it was a terrorist attack. So when you think of terrorism, when you think of a terrorist attack, you think of Islamic terrorists Mm -hmm. committing terrorist attack. It was clearly Muslim on Muslim, the original article. And so I wrote this. I posted this January 30th at 941 a.m. on Fifth Hook Media Facebook page. Mm -hmm. I said, perfect timing. Yep. While some Americans are upset by the president's attempt to curb Islamic radical terrorists, the terrorists prove his point in Canada. Exactly. They yelled Allahu Akbar as they shot, injured, and killed other Muslims during Mm. prayer. Notice that it was not a group of white males wearing cowboy hats hailing from Bunkerville, Nevada that did this. (laughs) Rather, it was Muslims killing Muslims. That's right. I wouldn't have wrote that. Had the article not said that. I wouldn't have wrote that. No, of course The not. article said that. Then, as the uh-huh. days went by, and I'm reading this stuff on the news, I noticed that the story, the narrative changed. Isn't that something? And Ms. Kapow and I were watching one news source, 
And the story changed because then they said only one arrest. Mm-hmm. Not two, only one arrest. And the story said that the other guy that they thought, Mohammed, Qadir, might have been involved, was a witness. And he was outside sweeping the porch. That's what it said. He was outside sweeping the porch when this went down. And he ran in to help. Mm-hmm. And when the cops got there, they immediately detained him. That's why originally it said he was arrested, but he had nothing to do with it. Of course not. And then as we kept listening to the news source, I was telling Ms. Kapow, are they going to say anything about Allahu Akbar? Are they going to say anything? And as it went down, that one did say it. Remember? Mm-hmm. That first one we heard did say, and they heard yeah, Allahu Akbar. <laughs> then as we kept watching different News stories, the narrative changed. Now there's only one arrest, and Allahu Akbar was never mentioned again. That's right. Never. Never. Now, I understand, with my tinfoil hat on, being a big conspiracist (laughs) theory, that there's fake news and there's an agenda behind everything. I understand that because I'm a big conspiracist guy. Mm -hmm. And I do understand that facts change. And that re- reports and uh, the narrative and the story has to change because things are found out that, oh, there was only one guy. They did, the only ones yelling Allahu Akbar were the people praying. And I understand that stuff. But this does not seem like the case. No. I mean, they cho- they changed the whole story. This is a total false flag. Fake news. Yes. <laughs> and it's set up as a false flag. It was perfect timing, but not perfect timing like I originally thought. No. I thought it was perfect timing. Like, look at as soon as Donald, as his friends like to call him, mm-hmm. DJT or Donald, as soon as Donnie boy blocks the borders, look what happens in another country, proving yeah. his point. Right. But yet they changed the narrative. It is perfect timing. Look at this. Mm-hmm. They're victims. And I noticed in the articles, after every article you read about this, they have to talk about how that mosque was a victim of somebody putting a pig's head on there or writing a swastika. It's the same narrative, the mm-hmm. same stuff. Um, the story did change. It, it changed from no longer two suspects. They don't mention Muhammad anymore. No. And it's just white French Canadian guy. There's no more mention of Allahu Akbar. How convenient. Nothing. Yeah. Um, and then when you click when you click on the story now from my Facebook page, it says it's still CBC News from uh, Canada. And it says only one suspect in Delhi, Quebec mosque shooting, police say. And it's Alexandre Bissonnette, 27, charged with six counts of first degree murder, five counts of attempted murder. And it goes on and on and on about this guy. And it doesn't say anything about anybody yelling Allahu Akbar. Um, nothing. It's just no. that this guy was some student, and um, he had he got a hold of AK forty seven. He learned how to fire a firearm while he's in Canada, mm-hmm. and he killed a bunch of people. Annoying. And now he's some little white guy making a victim. Out of all these people. And these people really are victims. People died. Mm -hmm. But it was clearly a false flag. Yeah. It was their government or our government, one of the two, who did this. Mm -hmm. It's, to me, it's obvious. Yeah. And uh, I got, I got tinfoil hat on. I know, but it's obvious. And so this. But it's right there, though. Yeah. I mean. So everybody's denouncing attack. Everybody is denouncing uh, white men, violent white men. And to go with that story, 
Canada now is attacking and blaming conservative talk radio for this. Of course. The Canadian province's popular conservative talk show radio hosts have come under fire for allegedly spreading intolerance and hate. You see where this is going? Mm -hmm. They do a false flag. They change the narrative. They find their patsy. They find their guy on the uh, the book depository, right? They find that little guy. They parade him around. They change the story. There's no Mohammed. There's no, no longer Allahu Akbar. Mm-mm. And then they go, "Why we're at it? Let's get a lot of bang for our bucks. Sure. We're going to go attack the conservative radio." Now, if this was in Canada, they would be blaming Rush Limbaugh, mm-hmm. Mark Levine, you know, a host of other people, sure. Sean Hannity. And if you want to go to the podcast world. Freedom Friday. Right. This one. Mm-hmm. They would just listen to the first half of our that disclaimer at yeah. the beginning of the there show and go. go, whoa, hate speech. Mm-hmm. Hate speech. Wow. So in Canada, these critics are saying talk shows fuel a divisive climate that allows extreme ideologies to take root and flourish. Really? Extreme ideologies? Conservative radio. It's a charge that has taken on heightened relevance after a gunman with far-right sympathies, far-right sympathies, opened fire on Muslim worshipers, killing six and wounding eight more. Get the language. Get the agenda behind Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. See the wordsmithing? Yep. These radio hosts have fueled intolerance through their crazy ideologies, and now you have this far-right little white French Canadian kid mm-hmm. that just learned how to expertly obtain and shoot an AK-47. Yep. While not pointing a finger at any specific person or organization, mm. Quebec Premier Philippe Colliard emphasized Tuesday that words do matter. <laughs> and then it said residents of Quebec City tend to vote more conservatively than the rest of the province. Hmm. I wonder if we're trying to change something there in Canada. Mm-hmm. Some say that radio stations like local FM 93 and Radio X, which are respectively the region's second and third most listened to, with a combined 30% market share, simply reflect their audience's views. Mm-hmm. But others say the shows stroke dangerous beliefs. Mm. Here's what they say. <laughs> These right-wing talk show or talk radio stations with little substance but a lot of opinions. Wow. Mm. But if you listen to a liberal radio show, there's a lot of substance there. Mm-hmm. No opinion. No substance. Wow. Talk about confusion. Yeah, and that, that statement was said by a criminologist at Laval University. That's where the alleged shooter studied. And he says these trash radio stations, trash radio, as they have become known locally, contribute to legitimatize increasingly adversarial discourse against minorities in general and Muslims in particular. Wow. They tout white supremacy, white victimology, and repeat over and over that Quebec is in grave danger. Mm-hmm. Wow. Scary. Wow. Um, 
a host on one of those radio shows said, we must fight disinformation and we failed to do this enough. There is no indication the suspect arrested in connection to the attack at the mosque. Listen to any of these radio stations. None at all. Really? His online activities, however, suggest that he supports political leaders, including guess who? Guess his online activities su- suggest that he supports political leaders. This is the killer. This Trump. is this is the path. Yes, including U.S. President Donald Trump or there his friends call him GDT and French far right politician Marine Le Pen. So Muslims in the Canadian province lay the blame for rising Islamophobia squarely at the foot of local right-wing talk radio. Wow. Some stations have made it their mission to increase distrust and hate of Muslims, said Mohammed Yagui, head of the Islamic Cultural Center in Mosque that was attacked. I'm telling you what, they it's a false flag. They attack themselves mm-hmm. in conjunction with either the Canadian or the American government probably the Canadian government, to make this all up. It's fake. It's phony. People died. Innocent people died because of this. Because of this, yeah. See, but they'll do that to to make their own agenda. They do. And now you're sounding like a crazy far-right, dangerous ideology Uh talk radio podcast thing. Uh Uh Uh-uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Do you want to hear... Can't fix stupid. <laughs> can't fix stupid. Okay. You can't fix stupid on so many levels. Um, if you have young people in your life that are still dating, Ugh. and they're using uh, Craigslist or Tinder or Grinder. Stop. Is it Grinder? I think Grinder's the gay app. And uh, Tinder's the other stuff. Yeah, it, you know, you're just left swiping people. Till you find your your dream lover. Court documents say, quote, I am a serial killer. And that's what the woman announces. This is bizarre. This is Linwood, Washington. Linwood, Washington. A woman who met a man through a Craigslist ad announcement. Yes. She (laughs) met a man through Craigslist ad announcement. She says, I am in need of some loving. Who wants to be loving on me? So stupid said, I'll do it. So he responded to that. And then he, uh, she announced to him that she was a serial killer and began stabbing him in a Linwood motel. What was he thinking? He was thinking he was going to... Uh, yeah, have a little roll of hay. With a serial killer. What was he imagining was going to happen? I don't know. The man managed to escape. Police found and arrested the 24-year-old woman. She's from Edmonds. Now, she told the police that she wanted to be a serial killer. That's her goal. I, she says, I want to be a serial killer. I want to be famous. Probably has something to do with selfies and Facebook and getting like a like, likes and subs on YouTube. I don't know. It's something to aspire to, right? Yes. To be a serial killer? Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. And uh, she had written a note to leave on the man's body. She already had a pre-done note saying that she planned to kill him again. (laughs) This is what the court's documents say. She also told police she also planned to eat the man's heart. See, out of the heart comes all these evil imaginations. So she was going to eat it. 
Ugh. So she was jailed. The dude who responded to the face the Craigslist ad to, for a roll in a hay. He's 29 years old. He should be jailed too. Uh, he should just be put in a loony bin because he's nuts. Yeah. It's like, dude, really? Seriously? Uh, yeah. He's in satisfactory condition. Police were alerted to this incident Sunday night. The man had escaped to a Linwood Walgreens. <laughs> That's a good place to escape to in the middle of the night. He was suffering from stab wounds. Oh, he, was in the, he was probably in the Band-Aid aisle there. Mm. He told police that he met the woman through a Craigslist ad, and he said to himself, hubba hubba, mm-hmm. and the two went to a room in the Rodeo Inn in Linwood. Yeah. So he's like, hmm. Exciting times. How lucky can I get? <laughs> yeah. I just meet this chick in the A, you know, in the paper with an ad, and, uh, you know, a little roll in the hay, and man, it's good mm-hmm. times. He told police that she asked him several times if he were a serial killer, and he said that he wasn't. So the woman then climbed on top of him. And said, quote, well, I'm a serial killer. <laughs> she grabbed a pocket knife and stabbed him. Knife. Dude, this would be a movie, wouldn't it? That's probably except, where she got it. Except it's not a movie. It's movie. the horror of humanity, man. Wow. He struggled and escaped. Right. Uh, then the woman in court or when she was being interviewed, I'm sorry, by the police say she was emotionless. So she's got like a psychopath. Yeah. When discussing her plans to kill the man, she had no emotion. And that at one point seemed more concerned about missing work than facing criminal charges. I well, wanted, she's responsible. She's, she's responsible, but I want to know where she works. <laughs> if her goal is to be a serial killer, I yeah. would like to know, if I lived in that community, where yeah. she worked. Because uh. it has something to do with food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's pretty bad. Um, or if oh. she worked, if she worked at a hospital or a nursing home. Yeah. This no, no, no. um, goes on. Car wash. You kill people in a car wash all the time. <sighs> those 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 beater arms come. Boom. <laughs> you're gone. No one knows why you're. You know, like all these people are dying in the car wash. It's her. Oh my goodness. My so uh, goodness. when an officer asked her what happened, she says. Quote, unquote, I'm a loon. (laughs) And she's not yet been charged, but she's held on a million dollar bill. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, you can't really fix stupid on his part. Can't fix stupid on her part. Yeah. And um, that's amazing. That's a true story. A true story. Isn't it amazing? Because you can't really make up something like this. No. That her goal, she wants to be a serial killer. Wow. And she already had a note written out to leave on his dead body. I'm a serial killer and I'm going <laughs> to kill again or... Oh, well, yeah. Do it yeah. Wow. Yeah, you have to do it a couple of times to be serial. <sighs> yeah. Are you serial? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny right there. Yeah. Okay, the horror of humanity, I think... I think we proved our point. I hope so. Okay. So I want you to give everybody what you give them and then we're going to get out of here and eat a steak. Ciao, babies.